listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hey again, and welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. This is Lynn, and again, glad that you are here with me for another episode. Now, the coronavirus pandemic just continues its upheaval of life as we know it. I think March is probably the longest month for for many of us because during the month of March in 2020, it seemed like it moved so fast from, hey, this is an emerging crisis to full on shutdown of everything. And I know I've heard a lot of people saying March just seemed like it, it went on forever. Well, here we are now in April and we're adjusting somewhat to this new lifestyle. And for many of us who might be housebound, you know, it, it presents some opportunities as well. So you might be looking for different ways to remain productive. And I know I have been doing a range of things as well because I find myself indoors. So I'm working on different professional development. I, lots of, of the online courses I know, many of them are holding, you know, offering training for free or at a reduced price. So, you know, try and take advantage of some of that. Doing some volunteering. I know I told you that you all last week that I wrote some for the local paper, uh, that kind of stuff. And just basically trying to keep the skills sharp and also contribute to the kind of content that I think will be helpful during the crisis to better position myself for after. And, and that's part of what I wanted to talk about today. I was looking out the window a couple of days ago and I saw my neighbor planting trees in his front lawn. And another one next door was going in his garden and he was, you know, sort of working out the soil. And it got me thinking, this might be a good time for us to do some pruning and planting with our personal brands. I, you know, the whole spring cleaning um, concept seems to, metaphor at least, seems to be one that might work and, and be applicable to us because, you know, any coronavirus downtime makes this a good time to take on this kind of a project. So this is what I want to talk about with you today. Now, ideally, the things we talk about today, we should be doing this either monthly or quarterly. I know as we dig into our routines and you know, life gets in the way and we get busy, sometimes it doesn't happen at that regular interval. So this is a good time to, you know, take all those things that were on the back burner and bring them forward and try and get some of them accomplished. So let's carve out some time for our own spring cleaning, our 
our pruning and planting of our personal brands. When we come back, I'll walk you through how you can audit your personal brand. Imagine it's 2021 or sometime in the future when we have emerged from this whole COVID-19 crisis. Businesses have reopened and life has resumed as normal, in air quotes. How will your personal brand be different or improved from this experience? It's a great question to address now and a great way to prepare for your transformation or at least start that, is by doing an audit of your personal brand. If you've come into some downtime as a result of coronavirus, use some of this time to plan, to prune, and to plant for the harvest after the pandemic. So let's start with the the plan. It's the whole begin with the end in mind. And I think before you even start, you want to have an idea of what you want it to look like. So, so you might think about, you know, what are the, what's the focus area you'd like to, you know, um, pursue and reflect with your personal brand. You might have some goals, some messaging that you want to see reflected in your personal brand. And you might have some, 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 some milestones that you'd like to achieve along the way in terms of, you know, quantity or quality of your output. So these are all things to think about. What do you want to accomplish? What will it look like? What will success look like to you a year from now? And then, and then the whole point of this now is to see if we are on the way to getting there toward achieving it. So we're going to do some research because, you know, we we can work on what we think are the important tasks and strategies to get us there. But sometimes what what comes out out on the other end might be a little different than we perceived it. So let's, let's, here's what we're going to do. So first we're going to, you're going to Google yourself. You're going to Google your name. You're going to Google your name and and your your business, your name and what you offer, and if it's location based, your name and the location, just to see how you show up. You might also Google your what you offer and maybe paired it with something else like your location. Like if someone is looking for what you offer, what might they put into you know, their Google search. And so try some of those and see if you come up at all. And 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 look, and then when you Google yourself and your name specifically, then you look at what are the top three to five things that show up on that list. So first, you Google your name, the top three to five things on that list. Do they reflect what you want your brand to be or to say? Do you have some some negative results there that you want to maybe get rid of? And that means you need to start 
creating a whole lot of content so that you can then begin to push that stuff down. And it might not be negative content. It just might be you are pivoting. Like I made a conscious pivot away from dealing with a lot of photography to coming back to my professional focus, which has always been marketing and branding. So when I when I Google and look at myself, I might still see a lot of my photography stuff showing up, which is not bad because, you know, I spent 10 years working, you know, in that industry. So it's some of it should show up. But now I want to have more of what I'm currently focused on now to start to layer on top of it. So all this content I'm creating is helping for me to do that. So same for you. If you are looking, if you Google and you look and you see, okay, what I'm, what I am looking at here is different from what I wanted, wanted to see. So now, you know, okay, I've got to do some work here. So the Googling yourself is one of the really first and basic things you will do. Cause you know, whenever you go and meet someone new or someone decides that they think they might want to work with you or they hadn't heard of you, you know the first thing they're going to do is Google you. So you kind of want to know what's going to show up and and try and cultivate what does show up. The other thing, when you're, when you're, once you've done a Google, you always have an option there to create an alert from it. And so you'll want to do that. You, it's, you can google.com forward slash alerts. And what you can do is take that Google search and turn it into an alert so that every week Google runs the same search and emails you the results so that you can now begin to track. People do this just to see what's showing up against your name. So because if something shows up against your name, that's good, you want to know it. And if not so good, you also want to know it right away. And so the Google alerts can be helpful there. I also use Google alerts to to track um, special keywords that I'm interested in to see what shows up on on those as well. So another thing you can do is start to is to create Google News alerts to monitor ongoing coverage of your name and your brand and and your industry. Now, if you are working and and you are an employer, employed rather, you get professional feedback maybe once a year. So you might go back and look if you save them the last two or three, because that will also show you how some of your personal traits are showing up. You looked at now what's showing up content wise, but also a part of your personal brand is how you are showing up and how people are perceiving you and your your professional feedback can be a good indicator of how people are receiving you. The other way place you can look for that, if let's say you are self-employed and you are an entrepreneur, is you go and look at your testimonials and feedback. You should be querying everyone who does business with you, sending them a survey to get feedback on what their experience was like. And so you want to be the first to know where the trends are going good and not so good. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to 
offer them a survey. Now, I remember when I started my business 10 years ago, I did this because one of the things I, I one of the things I wanted to know was if if people were unhappy with my services, I wanted to give them somewhere to complain. You know, so I said, you know, here is a, a, you know, a form. Let me know how it worked for you and give me any feedback. Because if someone's unhappy, just because you don't give them somewhere to complain doesn't mean they're not going to complain. They're just going to go out and find somewhere like Yelp or Google and or find somewhere public to complain. I figure if I give them, here is the forum where you can voice good, bad, or indifferent, then at least I can, I, I can see it before, you know, it becomes a problem. Uh, now, a lot of these, um, you know, there are platforms now that will also let you monitor these external platforms that people now give a lot of feedback on. So you can claim, let's say you're my, you know, my Google, my business in Google and then set it up so that you can see whenever someone, uh, you know, gives a, 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 a testimonial or feedback of some kind. So you can either address it and if you need to respond to it. So these are things you should, you, you should also do. Again, this is so that you can, you can see how people are perceiving you and how you are showing up online. Now, the next thing you want to do is, is look at your blog or podcast or however you create your, your regular content. Look at those analytics. Look at the analytics for your website. Now, you should have set up Google Analytics or perhaps the platform where you have your website has their own version of analytics. But it's always good for you to go in and look at one, how people are finding you. You know, many of them will show you, you know, here are the keywords that people used when they showed up on your website. Here are the pages people entered your website on. And and more importantly, here are here are the pieces of content that are most popular on your website. So you can look and go, okay, this blog post is by far and away the most popular one. And so now you might go look for ways to go back and and refreshen it. When I had my photography business, I had a one blog post that I wrote called Can You Photograph Strangers? Can you know it can you photograph something about, yeah, it was a street photography focused, but what are the rules for photographing strangers? And that was by far the, the, the best performing piece of content on my site for years. People would, 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 you know, it always ranked very high and people would always comment and send me emails. And apparently a lot of people were looking for those rules. And so that one piece really ranked well. So you want to find out what that is for you now. And what you, and what you'll do is you make sure that thing is always updated because if that's what people are looking for, that's their entry into you. You can go and now make sure it's always updated and you'll include on that page some, some, some bridges to other things. So it might be, do you like, you want to, do you enjoy this topic? You want to learn more and you, or you'll click to some of the, your other popular, um, 
uh, pieces of content from that page because you know they're coming in that page so you can use that as a portal to redirect them somewhere else. So you want to look to see what is most popular and then and then go in and make sure it's updated and then make sure it's optimized to work for your 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 brand your 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 brand and your website. On the flip side, you look to see what's not working very well and and some of that you might just want to delete. You might look and say, you know, this is outdated. Uh, I did this topic two years ago. It's now it's overcome by events. You might just delete it or you may update it, but you want to do something to, you know, prune it so that it's not just there taking up space and not doing anything because at some point Google will start to look at that and go, okay, um, what percentage of this, of these posts you know, are people finding helpful and interesting and you want most of yours to be working for you. So you look at your blog and you look at your analytics to see uh, how you are doing so that you can, you can optimize for that. Now, the other thing you might check is, you know, are you being consistent? Meaning, you know, are you, if you're doing your blog or your videos or, or podcast, however you decide to reach, reach out to folks and your emails, is it happening consistently? You know, it, I, I know f- this is where I've really struggled um, lately because I've been so busy that I end up pushing this back and working on, you know, the income generating <laughs> work on my desk. And, and, and you, you I think ideally, this is not what you want to do. You want to know that you have a certain schedule where you are always producing. And so, you know, I'm working toward that and and you should too. That's another thing you should, you can also check when you are going and pruning and planting. How consistent am I being both in my content creation or my social media and my email, my email, um, email campaign. So look at all that. And then perhaps you were too ambitious when you decided I will be consistent, but I'll be daily or every other day. And maybe you were just too ambitious. And now you realize that, you know, I can't sustain that level. So it's a good time for you to take a step back and go, what can I really do where I show up regularly? Uh, So that's another thing to think about. Um, the other thing you can do is ask for feedback. You can create your own, um, form, if you will, where you send it to, you know, five or 10 people who you know and trust and say, you know, give me five words that you think describe me and describe what I offer. When you think of me, what are the first words that pop into your mind? So, you know, this kind of thing might be helpful also from people who know you best, uh, whether it's friends or clients, and just to to get an idea of how you know how they show up, and 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 putting it onto a form it makes it easy for you to make sure everyone's giving you the same information so that you can compare them across apples to apples, and you can get lots of apps out there that will let you create forms that you can send out and get people to fill out. So that's a cool thing to do as well. All right. So next, are you investing in in your own professional development and building the skills you need for tomorrow's successes? Over the last year, what kinds of online classes or 
in-person workshops or or some, you know, uh, self-directed training. How much of that have you taken on and in 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 what topics? Like are there did you find skills that you need to to improve or sharpen or get better on and and seek out training on those things so that you are getting better and you are challenging yourself in areas where you want to be challenged because you know that also will reflect on your brand as well so um that's one thing that you can also look at um how how were you building skills that you needed for success? And then are you building strong relationships with your clients and prospects and coworkers? Because these relationships also contribute to your brand. So what are you doing to, to nurture these relationships? Are you sending thank you cards? Are you reaching out and checking on people? Are you trying to connect people who are also, you know, who you know might be, might work well together? All these kinds of things, you know, if you are seen as a facilitator for people uh, to, you know, connect them with the resources and the people they need, that also reflects well on your brand. So think about that. How how well have you been doing that over the last year? And think about that. And and then are you building the habits that lead to your to your success? How do you start the day? You know, how, how do you organize what you what you will do, um, what your priorities are, and how do you what are the habits you you use to organize and keep your your you know keep yourself successful and efficient? Just look at all those things because more often than not, your habits are what will define the level of success you will enjoy. So think about that as well. Looking at your images, when you Google yourself, click on the images tab to see what shows up for you. See if the images that show up are consistent, that they are recent headshots and or personal branding images of you that are showing up that reflects on you and not, you know, one of those bathroom selfies you see of people sometimes you don't want that um, representing your brand so look to see what images show up and where they're coming from when you click on the images tab and then the other thing is are you creating content regularly that establishes your expertise and answers your customers frequent questions because you know, this is what helps keep your your site and your page and your social media re- really relevant. Are you providing the kind of content that people, that your customers will find valuable, that answers their, their burning questions and provides them resources that they need to help them become successful? So that's another thing you can think about. And then do you have an impactful or storytelling bio? You know, the About Me page is one of the more important pages on your website. And not only that, but but your synopsis on your LinkedIn page, these sites where you talk about who you are and what you do, you want to put some thought into them. You want to try and craft a story that engages people and brings them in and shows them how you can 
be helpful for them and provide value in the problems you can solve for them. So, you know, use that, use that, use that space wisely and strategically because that can be one of the most important sites or portals. You want to also, if you have a lead generator, include it on that page because people go there to find out who you are. You might as well use that as a way to bring them into your your community and your network. So, so th- those are some things you can do to audit your personal brand during this downtime. Now, you know, you can t- you know take a couple hours and do this, or you can take a couple of days and do this. You know, you get you'll get out what you put into it. So, just take your time and really look at what's there and analyze it look at what got you the results you are having and then where if any you might have a gap in between your intention and your results so take care of that and 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 when you do that is it what you expected because you know when i used to do um like judging contests photography contests or 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 feedback like someone you know, we we were judging. One of my bosses always said, the first things I look for when I get a stack of these things are things that are there that shouldn't be, and then the things that shouldn't be there that are there, because I'm looking for two obvious ways to cull my list down. And you might start looking at that, start with those that those two obvious lenses when you are now um, building your personal brand. Is there anything standing out there that ought not be there? Because you're thinking, how do I get rid of that and delete it? And is there something missing from who you want to be that's just blatantly missing that should be there to enhance your brand? And so you want to look at those because those are the glaring errors that you want to address first. And then beyond that, you're now looking at how how can I fine tune, assuming that everything else is in line with where you want it to be. How do I fine tune and sharpen it so that it becomes even more um, more focused and and strategic? So those are things you might think about once you are done looking at um, your audits and what you got back. All right. So there you have it. Think of it as pruning and planting because of course this is springtime and hopefully after we've come through all of this, we can harvest after this crisis passes. Well, thanks again for sharing another episode with me. Remember, this was episode 19 on how to audit your personal brand. Now, I'm hoping that you can schedule some time to take on what is essentially a spring cleaning project and go through and prune and plant your personal brand. Go through and make sure everything you that in the way you're showing up is working exactly as you intended and is working all everything is working together to help move you forward. Remember that you are creating a personal brand whether you plan to or not.
So you might as well get intentional about it because it will pay dividends to be strategic and to clearly cultivate the message that you are sending out into the world. All right. So now tell me how this process has been for you. Shoot me an email. Let me know how you're doing, what you found and what you are going to be working on. You can send me an email at lynn at lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N at L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com. And you can find me on your social media platforms at Personal Branding with Lynn. So looking forward to hearing more about how you're dealing with that. And by the way, I, you know, I started started off by saying this is something you can do as we go through this um, COVID-19 era. And I'm wondering, what are the biggest challenges you are facing as you are experiencing and navigating this COVID-19 crisis era? Just curious to know what challenges you're facing with your brand and your business and your marketing. And then based on that, I'll look and try and create some more focused content to address those for you because I want us all to to be better when we come out on the other side. All right, that's it. You have a great week and remember to keep focused, keep consistent and keep going. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers.